It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, my word, Rich, uh, uh, New Year's is is here. I mean, this will be the new year right now. The years go by so quickly. I tell you what, um, I had the best Christmas because there were children little children and then older children the teenagers and then there were the other the parents and the grandparents and i had a good time and so did your mother oh and i did too what a great time that was to all be together what a great time we had listen folks let's start off with this i know you're going to enjoy it so let's go a storm throughout the land he knows when we are right and he knows when we are wrong he makes us strong his ears can hear every By any certain size It's what he is to us And just remember this That's how big God is His ears can hear Every plea And his eyes Are every problem can make one command and be heard by every living man. How big is God? Oh, what a question we should realize. God can't be measured by any certain size it's what he is to us and just remember this that's how big god is 
I, I tell you what, friends, if you can give your arms around that, you're better than I am. That's just the truth. That's that's good theology, isn't it, Rich? How Big Is God by Doris Akers. Yeah. Oh, man, alive. One of my favorite singers ever. Her music was a sermon. Whenever she sang a song, it really made biblical sense. And here's Doris Akers again. I'll tell you what, folks. If you're only carrying the Bible under your arm, it should be in your heart. Listen to this. You ask me how I know his blood can cleanse alone. You ask me why I know he sits upon a throne and why in my heart since I am his and he is mine it's in my sing, it, in my mind, it makes me kind of just see somebody enjoying living, enjoying what God has for them coming up in the new year. And what better way to start the new year than with the love of Jesus in your heart? That is for sure. I tell you what now, uh, Greg Laurie, um, we've carried his broadcast on Bot Radio Network a long time, haven't we? Oh, Yes. Now, Greg Laurie uh, poses a question. Do we really need to have New Year's resolutions? Now, listen, folks. Just turn your radio up and enjoy enjoy what he has for us because his answer is both ways. Listen to this. You know, sometimes we think we can never overcome our sin. We're bound by some addiction, some vice, some behavior. And the devil says to us, you'll never be free from this. But we need to understand that God can help us be free from it. This is the time of year where we're making our New Year's resolutions. How many of you made a New Year's resolution? Well, you're not even trying. What's, what? <laughs> Let me ask you again. How many made a New Year's resolution? I didn't. So, I mean, don't feel bad if you're not raising your hand. Yeah, why, why do we not make New Year's resolutions? Probably because we know that we'll break them, usually. And they're pretty predictable. I'm going to lose weight this year. I'm going to get in better shape physically this year. I'm going to do less of this or more of that and so forth. But uh, 
I don't think we need to make resolutions as much as we need resolution and even more, we need to make a new year commitment. Because here's the thing, the Bible says in Romans six fourteen, sin will no longer be your master and you're no longer subject, no longer subject to the law. What enslaves you, but you're free by God's grace. God will give you the power to be the person He has called you to be. But the King's aid does not find any of it. He says, uh, he says, that wouldn't happen if the windows of heaven opened up. Elisha says, well, actually, it won't happen for you. You know, there, there are always the naysayers out there. People that will say, that won't work. That will fail. I wouldn't try that. You know, maybe you've had that said to you. I had it said to me when I was a kid. Oh, you'll never amount to anything. I remember, you know, it's funny how you remember criticisms more than you remember compliments, isn't it? And I, I remember, well, this was written on a report card by a teacher uh, commenting on me in class. And she said, Greg Laurie will never amount to anything because he spends all day sitting in class looking out the window and daydreaming and drawing cartoons. Well, you know, that was true. I did, I did look out the window a lot. And uh, I did draw cartoons a lot. And, but you know, when a teacher writes that down, you're reading a wow, really? I won't ever amount to anything? And even when we began our ministry, I remember having people discourage me at every step when we started our church. I was told, oh, you're too young to pastor a church. It won't work. People won't come. You're not, you're not qualified. Don't do it. And then when we started our crusade ministry, our crusades are over with. Nobody wants to go to crusades anymore. That thing is passe. You can't do that. And so now I'm almost ready for it. When I want to take a step of faith and someone says, oh, you can't do it, I say, thank you. Praise God. My confirmation has come. <laughs> and really, I'm serious. If something is too easy, I get suspicious. Well, this is going too well. Where's the opposition? Where's the criticism? And when someone says to me, that won't work, you can't do it, that's like the red cape in front of the bull for me. I'm like, really? Well, let's see. Now, I don't say that to imply that there, we want to be filled with false bravado and impulsive actions. But what I am saying is, let's take some risks for the kingdom of God and believe that God can do it. Don't you think? Don't play it so safe. Don't play it so safe. Take the step of faith. Because here's the way I look at it. I would rather try and fail than never try at all. There are always these critics and there are always these naysayers and these people that are just like a wet blanket and don't want to try anything or do anything like this King's Aid. And they miss out on it and they never see what God will do. Okay. Did you get that? Yeah, step out in faith. Well, I'll tell you what, Rich. I don't like to be around naysayers. I don't like to be around people who say, oh, you can't do that. You can't do that. And so on and so on and so on. Step out in faith because we serve a big God just like Doris Akers was well, singing. I'll tell you what. I, I heard a, a poem, um, a saying, many years ago. I cannot remember where it came from. But it is stuck in my mind all of these many, many years, listen to this now. The battle belongs never to the critic, but only to those who participate. And better to lose completely than to be a fearful, timid soul, never knowing victory or defeat. 
Isn't that powerful? If you're just going to sit on the sidelines and be a critic, forget it. But if you want to weigh in and you want to participate and you want to be part of the outcome, for goodness sakes, join in and God will use you. Now, our own Eben Fowler recorded a news story that was in the news just a, just a while back. What was it? A few weeks ago, wasn't it, Rich? Tell us about that. Right. Well, Ryan Bomberger wrote the story, and it's uh, and about— And it was in the news. Yeah, it's about a news story about the teacher, Tanner Cross. And uh, Eben narrated the story here, but it's, a, it's an interesting, interesting story from Ryan Bomberger's perspective. <laughs> And his Radiance Foundation comes into it at the end of the story. Now listen to this, Rich, as as Evan Fowler Fowler reads the story that was on the news. I want you to think of what we have been saying and what we've been singing about and uh, everything else on this program. Here it is. I'm so thankful a Loudoun County teacher was suspended from his job because he spoke the truth. Wait, that sounds crazy. Yes, I'm thankful that a physical education teacher in Loudoun County Public Schools chose to be a Daniel and tell the leftist school board that he wouldn't bow to their radical transgender policy. That person was Tanner Cross, and he chose to serve God, not a woke and morally broke school board. I love all my students, but I cannot call a boy a girl and a girl a boy. Tanner's words, spoken courageously and graciously, resulted not only in his being suspended, but being banned from all school property and events. Loudoun County Public Schools demanded that he lie to his students. He refused, so they tried to make an example of him. They failed. A state judge reinstated Tanner's job. The Virginia Supreme Court reaffirmed that decision, despite Loudoun County's attempts to overturn it. But that's where the local and national news headlines ended, and it's where my journey with the Cross family began. When I saw the clip of Tanner speaking so boldly and with such moral clarity, I wanted to know who this public school teacher was. I started looking online until I found Tanner and Angela Cross. I wanted to know more about this couple and within days learned not only of their present struggle with a school board gone wild, but their 10-year-long struggle to be able to have children. Their pain caught my attention. Every post I read convinced me that these two precious people who love Jesus were destined to be parents, even if nature had denied them such a gift. A child somewhere needed them as mom and dad. When I learned of how they experienced repeated heartbreaks following the denial of adoption through foster care because of their color, they're white and the children were brown, righteous anger rose within me. I'm from a family of 15 where we're white, black, mixed, Native American, Vietnamese, able, and disabled. No child should ever be denied a home because the parents don't somehow match the child. That's racism. What moral law exists that says you have to be the same color to love someone? My wife Bethany and I had just created the Henry and Andrea Bomberger Adopted and Loved Fund to honor the incredible legacy of faith and love of my late father and mother. They adopted 10 of their 13 kids. I was the first one. Bethany and I are adoptive parents, too. It's why our heart has been to help others experience the transformative power of such an act of compassion, sacrifice, and justice. 
As I watched Tanner's news interviews and read more from the couple's social media posts, I knew they had to be the first recipients of our organization's adoption fund for Christian families. I'll never forget that first phone call. I remember when I told them that I had been learning about what they were going through. I shared that I knew about their heartache and their dashed hopes of adoption because of the costs. The Radiance Foundation can help, I said with tears falling down my face. We want to give you a grant to cover your adoption costs. We can help make this possible. All I could hear was deep crying, the kind you can feel over the phone. I'm thankful for a God who always hears our cries. An adoptee who was once rescued from the violence of abortion was able to play a small role in the miracle God had been orchestrating for their lives. And it all started with courage. Had Tanner chosen not to speak from his heart, had he chosen not to stand up for his students and for the truth, I never would have heard of him. How many times do we miss out on a miracle because we shy away from doing the hard things? Tanner had no idea what would happen as a result of his obedience to his faith and his conscience. God did. Tanner had no idea that an amazing organization, Alliance Defending Freedom, would defend him against a school administration that wanted to punish and silence him. He had no idea that his voice would do more than dispel the lies of gender confusion, but it would break 10 years of despair. In the natural and the supernatural, adoption transforms brokenness into breakthrough. That healing has a name. It's Josiah. That precious baby boy was born earlier this year. His birth parents selflessly chose the crosses to be the parents God meant for Tanner and Angela to be. Tanner Cross's story is a powerful reminder that courage doesn't need a crowd. It just needs someone with conviction. Oh, oh, listen, folks. Did you enjoy that like I did? Did you enjoy that like I did? Let me read that poem again. The Battle belongs never to the critic, but only to those who participate, and better to lose completely than to be a fearful, timid soul, never knowing victory or defeat. Here's Doris Akers. I sure do love the Lord. How about you? He's been so When I think about his goodness and how much he loves me When counting up my blessings, that's the dearest thing to me I sure do love the Lord How about you? If not, then you should seek him then you'd love him too If we only loved him half as much as he loves us We would serve him and in him we would put our trust Just what life with him affords 
There's not a doubt I know I sure do love the Lord If we only loved him half as much as he loves us We would serve him and in him There's not a doubt I know I sure do love the Lord You know You know dear friends one of the one of the things that Rich and I enjoy as much as anything during the course of the week is reading the transcripts from the listener comment calls that have come in the week before. Uh, Rich, you better give that phone number. The number to call is 1-800-345-2621. We'd love to hear from you, so please call 1-800-345-2621. All right, now here's a lady. Hi, my name is Priscilla. I live in Kansas City, Missouri. I just want to thank you for Bach Radio Station. One night I couldn't sleep. And I couldn't go back to sleep, so I turned to radio, and that's how I found Bach Radio Station. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, and God bless. Oh, thank you, Priscilla. Uh, I, I, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, Priscilla, for calling us and letting us know that. I could feel your heart. And that's why we're so grateful that we are able to, on almost all of our stations, broadcast 24 hours a day because people need to hear God's Word. <laughs> throughout the day and night. Exactly. Here's a gentleman. I think Bob Radio is such a blessing, especially for uh, myself. I'm a younger listener. I'm in the millennial generation, and, you know, the world really wants us to listen to what they have to say, and it's so fresh to hear a godly perspective each and every day on my way to work. All the incredible sermons, all the incredible speakers, it's such a godsend for me to experience that each and every day. So thank you, Bob Radio, for everything that you do. Well, thank you for sharing that with us, sir. Appreciate that so much. Here's a lady. I'm calling from Memphis, and I just called to tell you how much I enjoyed the Christmas story about the many birds. That just really touched my heart this morning, and I listen to you guys all the time. And sometimes it makes me think, and you teach me about the Bible, and I love that because it's like turning to the Sunday school station. So... Thank you for being my teacher, and have a great day. Remember a couple weeks ago, Dad, you aired that story by Paul Harvey about the birds? That's right. And that's what really touched her heart. And That's right, and people commented on that, didn't they? Here's the gentleman. I just appreciate Bot Radio, the the preaching on there, all the evangelists, all the preachers are very good, and and they strengthen me. I listen to them on my radio, and and I appreciate your broadcast. Thank you very much. Oh, and thank you, sir. Thank you so much. More than more than I can tell. Here's a lady. Hi, Bot Radio Network. Thank you for all that y'all do. I listen to you every day, and I can tell when I don't. So, <laughs> God bless you all. Oh, thank you, dear lady. Okay. Keep listening. Right, <laughs> thank you. Here's a gentleman. My name is Matt. I listen in Rapid City, South Dakota. 
I know I sure enjoy listening in the morning while we're going to work and stuff. I just want to encourage you guys to keep going with this radio station. We appreciate you. Thank you for being faithful to the Lord. Rapid City, South Dakota. That's a long ways from where we're sitting right now, isn't it? That's right by the Black Hills. That's exactly right. Now listen, folks, here's Doris Akers again. And Doris Akers is singing to remind us wherever we are in Black Hills, South Dakota, out in California or in Texas or wherever you're listening right now, the Lord is with you and you'll never walk alone. Here it is. When you walk through the storm, hold your head up high and don't be afraid of the dark. At the end of the storm is a golden sky and the sweet silvery song of a lark. Walk on through the wind. Walk on to the rain Though your dreams be tossed and blown Walk on, walk on With hope in your So much fun today, Rich. I have had so much fun today. I'm looking forward to the new year. Yes, indeed. And walk with God and you'll never walk alone. Let me give that number, 1-800-345-2621. And this is Dick Bott with another chapter of The Complete Story with my son, Rich. And we'll see you later.